Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. My name is Melissa, and I thank you for being here today with me as we read together the one-year Bible in the King James Version. Here we are. We're just taking another step on this journey, on this path through the one-year Bible. And anytime we get into the Word of God, we are changed from glory to glory to glory. And it's exciting to see everything that God is doing. So let's just get into the Word today. God, I pray, God, that you just touch our time together today. I pray, God, that you just be in the midst of us, Lord. Help us to really hear what you have to say. Anoint our ears and anoint our minds, God, that we would just understand. Give us understanding and revelation and wisdom, God. I pray, God, that you just do a mighty work as we have gathered here together to hear what you have to say. Let your glory fall in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Leviticus 11, 1 through 12, 8. And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Whatsoever parteth the hoof, and is cloven-footed, and cheweth the cud among the beasts, that shall ye eat. Nevertheless, these shall ye not eat, of them that chew the cud, or of them that divide the hoof as the camel, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the coney, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the hare, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the swine, though he divide the hoof, and be cloven-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud, he is unclean to you. Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcass shall ye not touch, they are unclean to you. These shall ye eat of all that are in the waters. Whatsoever hath fins and scales in the waters, in the seas, in the rivers, them shall ye eat. And all that have not fins and scales in the seas, and in the rivers, of all that move in the waters, and of any living thing that is in the waters, they shall be an abomination unto you. They shall be even an abomination unto you. Ye shall not eat of their flesh, but ye shall have their carcasses an abomination. Whatsoever hath no fins nor scales in the water, that shall be an abomination unto you. And these are they which ye shall have an abomination among the fowls. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination. The eagles and the forage, the osprey, the vulture and the kite from his kind, every raven after his kind, and the owl and the night hawk and the cuckoo and the hawk after his kind, and the little owl and the cormorant, and the great owl, and the swan, and the pelican, and the gear eagle, and the stork, the heron after her kind, and the lapwing, and the bat. All fowls that creep, going upon all four, shall be an abomination unto you. Yet these may ye eat of every flying, creeping thing that goeth upon all four, which have legs above their feet to leap withal upon the earth. Even these of them ye may eat the locust after his kind, and the bald locust after his kind, the beetle after his kind, and the grasshopper after his kind. But all other flying, creeping things which have four feet shall be an abomination unto you, and for these ye shall be unclean. Whosoever toucheth the carcass of them shall be unclean until the even, and whosoever beareth aught of the carcass of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until even. The carcass of every beast which divideth the hoof is not and is not cloven footed, nor cheweth the cud, are unclean unto you. Every one that toucheth them shall be unclean. And whatsoever goeth upon his paw 
among all manner of beasts that go on all four, those are unclean unto you. Whoso toucheth their carcass shall be unclean until the even. But he that beareth the carcass of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. They are unclean unto you. These also shall be unclean unto you among the creeping things that creep upon the earth. The weasel, the mouse, and the tortoise after his kind, and the ferret, and the chameleon, and the lizard, and the snail, and the mole. These are unclean to you among all that creep. Whosoever doth touch them, even they be dead, shall be unclean until the even. And upon whatsoever any of them, when they are dead, doth fall, it shall be unclean, whether it be any vessel of wood, or raiment, or skin, or sack, whatsoever vessel it be, wherein any work is done, it must be put into water, and it shall be unclean until the even, so it shall be cleansed. And every earthen vessel, whereunto any of them falleth, whatsoever it is, is in it, shall be unclean, and ye shall break it. Of all meat which may be eaten, that on which such water cometh shall be unclean, and all the drink that may be drunk, and every such vessel shall be unclean. And everything whereupon any part of their carcass falleth shall be unclean, whether it be oven or ranges of pots, they shall be broken down, for they are unclean and shall be unclean unto you. Nevertheless, a fountain or a pit wherein there is plenty of water shall be clean, but that which toucheth their carcass shall be unclean. And if any part of their carcass fall upon any sowing seed which is in, is to be sown, it shall be clean. But if any water be put upon the seed, and any part of that carcass fall thereon, it shall be unclean unto you. And if any beast of which you may eat die, he that touches the carcass thereof shall be unclean until the even. And he that eateth of the carcass of that shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. And he also that beareth the carcass of the, of it shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. And every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth shall be an abomination. It shall not be eaten. Whatsoever goeth upon the belly, and whatsoever goeth upon all four, and whatsoever hath more feet among all creeping things that creep upon the earth, them ye shall not eat, for they are an abomination. Ye shall not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creepeth, neither shall ye make yourself unclean with them, that they shall be should be defiled thereby. For I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore sanctify yourselves, and ye shall be holy, for I am holy. Neither shall ye defile yourselves with any manner of creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. For I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. Ye shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. This is the law of the beast, and of the fowl, and of every living creature that moveth in the water, and of every creature that creepeth upon the earth, to make a difference between the unclean and the clean, and between the beast that may be eaten and the beast that may not be eaten. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If a woman have conceived seed and born a male child, then shall she shall be unclean seven days, according to the days of the separation of her infirmity, shall she be unclean. And in the eighth day the flesh of her, his foreskin shall be circumcised. And she shall then continue in the blood of her purifying three and thirty days. She shall touch no hallowed thing, nor come unto the sanctuary, until the day of her purifying be fulfilled. But if she bear a maid child, then she shall be unclean two weeks, as in her separation, 
and she shall continue in the blood of her purifying threescore and six days. And when the days of her purifying are fulfilled for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring a lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation unto the priest, who shall offer it before the Lord and make an atonement for her, and she shall be cleansed from the issue of her blood. This is the law for her that hath borne a male or a female. And if she be not able to bring a lamb, then she shall bring two turtles or two young pigeons, the one for the burnt offering and the other for the sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for her, and she shall be clean. Mark five twenty one through 43 And when Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus, by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet, and besought him greatly, saying, My little girl lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him, and thronged him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press, and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him, and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. While he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue house certain which had said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and seeing the tumult, and them that wept, and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he saith unto them, Why make ye this ado, and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and mother of the damsel, and them that were with him, and entered in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand, and said unto her, Talitha Komi, which is being interpreted, Damsel, I say unto thee, Arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of the age of twelve years. And they were astonished with great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it, and commanded that something should be given her to eat. Psalm 38, 1-22 A Psalm of David to bring to remembrance. O Lord, rebuke me not in thy wrath, neither chasten me in thy hot. For thine hours stick fast in me, and thy hand presseth me sore. There is no soundness in my flesh because of thine anger, neither is there any rest in my bones because of my sin. For mine iniquities are gone over mine head, as in heavy burden they are too heavy for me. My wounds stink and are corrupt because of my foolishness. I am troubled and I am bowed down greatly. I go mourning all the day long. For my loins are filled with loathsome disease, and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am feeble and sore broken. I have roared by reason of the disquietness of my heart. Lord, all my desire is before thee, and my groaning is not hid from thee. 
my heart panteth, my strength faileth me. As for the light of mine eyes, it also is gone from me. My lovers and my friends stand aloof from my sore, and my kinsmen stand afar off. They also that seek after my life lay snares for me, and they that seek my hurt speak mischievous things and imagine deceits all the day long. But I as a deaf man heard not, and I as a dumb man that openeth not his mouth, thus I was as a man that heareth not, and in whose mouth are no reproofs. For in thee, O Lord, do I hope. Thou wilt hear, O my Lord, O Lord my God. For I said, Hear me, lest otherwise they should rejoice over me. When my foot slippeth, they magnify themselves against me. For I am ready to halt, and my sorrow is continually before me. For I will declare mine iniquity, I will be sorry for my sin. But mine enemies are lively, and they are strong, and they that hate me wrongfully are multiplied. They all they also that render evil for good are mine adversaries, because I follow the thing that good is. Forsake me not, O Lord, O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. Proverbs ten eight through 9 The wise in heart will receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. He that walketh uprightly walketh surely, but he that perverteth his way shall be known. In today's reading in the Old Testament in Leviticus, the writer's talking about the animals that are an abomination and that are unclean and the animals that are accepted and that are clean. And he's going over in this particular piece the flying, creeping things that goeth on all fours and that you can eat them. It says, yet these may ye eat of every flying, creeping thing that goeth upon all four, which have legs above their feet, and to leap withal upon the earth, even these of them ye may eat. And he lists the locust, the bald locust, and the beetle, the grasshopper. You can eat those. They're clean. They remind me of John the Baptist, you know, when he was in the wilderness, and they, he was eating honey and locust. And it, why was he eating locusts? Because locusts were there and locusts were clean. He could eat them. There's there were many things on the list uh, as we read, as we read today that are unclean, but these were clean, so he could read them. When we move on down to, um, through the book of Leviticus, we come to a, the place where he's saying, uh, of the man of the talking about the creeping things and things that creep on the earth. He said, I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore sanctify yourselves, and ye shall be holy, for I am holy. So do not defile yourself with this manner, any manner of creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Don't do it. And he, is the, and he says again, I am the Lord your God, and I am holy, so you have to be holy. And why? We can look at these big long lists and we say, why? Were, was this animal clean, but this animal unclean? And some of the reasons, according to commentary, that they had restrictions on their diet was to ensure the health of the nation. Um, some, a lot of times the forbidden foods were those kind of animals that were scavengers that fed on other dead animals, and so disease could be transmitted from through them. Um, another reason was it distinguished Israel from other nations by limiting what they were allowed to eat. 
An example of that is the pig. The pig was a common sacrifice for pagan religions, and so they weren't allowed to eat pig, and there were probably health reasons as well. Another reason was just objectionable associations that the creatures that move on the ground, they they were as Satan. They were as serpents, and it symbolized sin, so they weren't allowed to eat that. One thing we read earlier last week as we started Leviticus was that God wants us and he wanted the children of Israel to clearly and completely know what sin was and the cost, the price of sin. He wants wanted them to know it. He wants us to know it. We read on down and we, as we got to, we moved down to Proverbs and Proverbs 10, 9 says, he that walketh uprightly walketh surely, but he that perverteth his way shall be known. He that walketh uprightly walketh surely. What does it mean to walk surely? It means to walk firmly without slipping. It means to walk securely and without erring, without stumbling. What does it mean to walk upright? It means to walk holy. It means to have that differential between the holy and the unholy, and you choose the holy. You choose the clean. Our God told us not only what was clean and what was unclean, what was holy and what was unholy, but he told us the consequences. He told us the price. He's always been upfront about it. Holiness is a key theme in Leviticus. The word holy is used in Leviticus more than any other book of the Bible. Israel was to be totally consecrated to God. Her holiness was to be expressed in every aspect of her life. Because of who God is and what he has done, his people had to dedicate themselves fully to him. And it's no different for us. We may have different, some different customs. We may have some different ways. But what God tells us to do, we are to do completely and wholly. We are to dedicate ourselves fully to him. So that if he tells you to do something, that even if the person next to you is doing it, but he's told you not to do it, He means for you not to do it. And the consequences of you doing it are death because it is sin. As we talked yesterday about putting that difference, it said, the Bible said, put a difference between the holy and the unholy. Teach it to your kids, live it out. Put a difference between the holy and the unholy, the clean and the unclean. God, I just come before you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, this has been a hard lesson. It's been a hard lesson to even speak out, Lord. But it's your lesson, God, and we thank you for it, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you do put into our lives this knowledge, the wisdom, and the understanding that we've asked for, God, that there are some things that are holy and some things that are unholy, Lord, and they're holy because they're from you, and you say they're holy. And Lord, help us to focus on you and live in the holy, Lord. Help us to put that difference in our lives. Put that difference and shine our light to this sick and dying world, God. They need to know what's holy. They need to know what's clean. They need to know the difference. And they need to know the price and the consequences of choosing the unclean or the unholy. Lord, I pray, God, that you send your spirit around this world, Lord. We need conviction, Lord. We need conviction into the hearts. It's the only hope we have, God. We can speak, we can speak your word, and that is wonderful, Lord. Your word will do miracles, Lord. 
but your Holy Spirit conviction on a heart that can do wonders that we can't even touch, God. So we're asking you, Lord, to send your Holy Spirit, Lord, around this world and for a great revival to come. I pray, God, for all those that are afflicted today, all those that are in the midst of looming war, God. I pray, God, that you would just touch, Lord, protect, God. Touch your people, God. Make us strong, God. Help us to get into places of intercession, God, to stand in the gap for these people, God. And we do. We stand in the gap for them today, and we ask you, Lord, those that need protection, protect. Those that need a touch, touch them, Lord. Feed them, God, if they don't have food, but they can't get any, feed them, Lord. I pray, God, that you put a shield around them, a Holy Ghost shield, that they would just be protected from you all the way, God. I pray, God, for our brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord, all around the world, Lord, to raise raise themselves up as intercessors for our brothers and sisters that are in trouble today. And we'll give you the glory, Lord, for everything you do. We'll give you the honor. We'll give you the praise. And just lay it on our hearts, Lord, at any minute of the day, Lord, that we would stop and pray for them. Thank you for this word. God be with us as we go. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 38, 1-22, a psalm of David to bring to remembrance. O Lord, rebuke me not in thy wrath, neither chasten me in thy hot displeasure. For thine arrows stick fast in me, and thy hand presseth me sore.